Blog Talk Radio. Next message. Yo, I don't know where to start, dog, but check it out. Music is my total existence, dog, straight up. Everything in my life revolves around music. It's like, can't get a relationship because I'm still with my first love, which is music. You know what I'm saying? For real. The reason I'm here, Jay Dillon, just like that. Peace. End of message. Refaith. Next message. Yeah, it started with rhythms, I heard listening to the wall The bouncing of basketballs on playgrounds and all The empty bottles is hollow wind blowing inside them The flow and the rhyming got my alignment to a science Mixing with my mom's in the kitchen, them spoons rattling Pots and pan, faucet water pouring, tunes managing To come from all the fussing and rambling What I noticed was pure music got tampered with By things showbiz does, older thugs show the stuff Like how to hold the plugs, juice from the street lights It almost could have blown us up Crates of records, great sessions had the whole hood jamming, large speakers fresh made, smell the wood sanded. Father did his blues smooth, legendary Jasmine. Saw his wife secondary to his true passion. Started with my crew rapping New Jackson 82. Never look back now, look what it changed me to music. We gotta believe the future, we gotta believe the past, we gotta believe in more than all that we have. We gotta believe each other. We gotta open up our minds Cause music is for life Next message uh, What's the difference between me and you? It's I'm a real connoisseur of this rap shit I really do it My whole life, man, it's really music through my baseline, I'm living through it Another expression of life I couldn't live without I like my music straight, pure, not watered down Damn, it felt good to fulfill the dreams of getting out the hood Kept me busy, gave me a chance to stop selling drugs Spending time in the basement kept me from acting up Zoning out, wishing Drake could check it out I'm here now, I can't believe it, proof in the pudding Everything happened for a reason Through this music, I'm able to feed the family When I'm stressed out, it's my sound it's a lifestyle, all on the street and in Hollywood Music in my DNA, it's my livelihood music We gotta believe the children We gotta believe in hope We gotta believe in more Than all that we know So we gotta believe each other We gotta open up our minds Cause music is what life Keep the music alive the good and the strong survive I close my eyes and imagine I was Jackson 5 Randy or Michael going through life cycle Music allowed me to let life go So vital to a youngster coming up amongst street hustlers The big B to touch us in such a special place Giving the ghetto a taste of what freedom is like I reached the point in my life where I was needing the mic No second guessing, self-expression and lessons learned Aggression became sessions where sessions burned Put my soul into it, now my feet is firm in a game where a name is hard to earn And hot cats' careers get scarred and burned through the years Mine took a godly turn This is the story of my life here trapped in a verse No matter money or the movies, music is first yeah. For press use only, Baby Grand Records We gotta believe the past We gotta believe in more Then know that we had So we gotta believe each other Gotta open up the mind Cause music is for life 
gotta believe in hope. So we gotta believe in more than all we know. So we gotta believe each other. We gotta open up our minds. Cause music is for Yeah. 
the more you know you don't know And if you don't know there's more you can know Then you won't grow What you don't know can hurt you Discipline is a virtue Gotta ask the right questions Or else you go in the cycles and cyphers and spirals Information is viral It's infectious, it's contagious And how you going through stages Like denial, you don't believe that No, we didn't do that Then reality said And there's no dispute in the facts Yo, I'm sorry if I woke you up But when I open up It's like I'm smoking But I'm high off the people Watch me soak it up Huey said the best education Is observation and participation Study how the people be related Different points of views Turn bad news to good news See, it's kind of like some shoes Cause I got to make you move Treat it like organic food Make it something you can chew Information you can use Make it something you can you can do all it. It's soaking up game. We gon' make mistakes. We gon' go through some pain. Keep on growing. Keep on soaking up game. If something ain't working, don't be afraid to change. Hey man, it's okay to say you don't know. When you let go of your ego, you're free from all illusions. Can't make moves in confusion Don't look for conflict, man Always look for the solution My pop said humility is a sign of wisdom But to really soak it in Now that's a different kind of listening See, man sharp a man And every day is another lesson And it's not failure when you learn, man It's a blessing And as the Buddha says Nothing lasts forever we gotta manage our expectations The less we crave, the less we suffer In this way we awaken Right understanding Right thought Right speech Right action Right livelihood Right effort Right mindfulness Right focus Keep soaking Soak it up Keep on learning Back on the scene here in Portland, Oregon. Good evening, good evening, good evening. We're back again for some more of this stimulating conversation, some more of this realness, you know what I'm saying, live, raw, and uncut. Tonight we got black love. How come we black folks do not support each other? It's incredible. It's incredible. Strongest people on the planet, but for some odd reason, we can't seem to get it together. Part of the panel of questions tonight is, what part does jealousy and envy play in us not being able to unite and come together? Is it the fear that someone will rise before another? Is it financial? Is it self-hatred on an individual basis, right, or an individual level that spreads to the masses and causes the mistrust? We're the strongest people on the earth. You know what I'm saying? Why can we not come together and unite under one common cause or one goal? Why is it that only in tragedy? And when tragedy occurs, that we peeps unite. What part does the dominant society, white folks, play? Okay, we're so close during the civil rights era. What happened? What changed? And what can we do to close this divide between our peeps? Well, I'm not going to hold it all by myself. We got some callers in the building. Two five three eight six one. Who do we have on deck tonight? 
Yes, what do you want? I'd like to order. Is this Domino's? I'd like some pizza, please. Hello? Oh, only pizza we have is anchovy and sausage. That's it, anchovies and sausage. <laughs> okay, I'd like all the anchovies, please. Okay, thanks for calling. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, Rabin? Oh, I just thought I would call in and see what's going on. I just thought I'd call in and see what's going on over here around here this year, Parks. Well, you know how it goes. We're still flapping our wings. You know, trying to add some wings to that order. You know what I'm saying? We're trying, yeah, trying, to, yeah. trying to work that in. You know, people tie their anchovies. They said they at least want some chicken wings and some grits. So we're trying to, you know, highlight the menu and get it in tonight on this black love. <laughs> just a second. Mm-hmm. 702-875. Who do we have on deck tonight? Teresa's in the house. All right. Jerry's in the house from Las Vegas. So from Portland to Las Vegas to Greenville, North Carolina, we are in the house and on deck. Uh, crazy subject tonight, you know. Get to talking to folks online and, and, and spreading all this knowledge around and stuff. And something that just kind of, you know, tripped me out and just was going through my mind is the fact that we're probably the strongest people in the world, you know what I'm saying, the, the brown-skinned man of the world, probably the strongest, but we have the biggest problem, it seems, on getting together and coming together and being close as one unit, united under one goal. So I guess the first question of the night being that uh, the question, of course, is how come black folks uh, won't support each other? Um, what part do you think jealousy and envy plays in this situation? Terry, go ahead and start the show. That that plays a big part in it. Um, I mean, I've got family members that to this day can't tell me why they're jealous of me. They just say, well, you just got something that I want. Well, what is the something I've got that you want? I can share, but that's not it. They just see something in you that's so different, but they don't know how to achieve it, and they don't want to take the time to get to know you to find out what is it that makes you so unique. That's a terrible, terrible thing. I got some some of the same stuff. What about you, Robin? What do you think it is? What What do you think it is that that uh, that jealousy and envy does, and does that play a role in why uh, blacks won't support each other? Uh, well, usually because it's something that they lack in themselves that they mm. that they you know you know jealousy, envy, and then. Why it's, you know, we live in the land of the free, even though we're not free, but it's free enough that anybody can really do what you want. If you want to go to school, if you want to make money, I mean, there's really, there's really, even with all the crazy stuff going on, there's nothing stopping anybody from doing anything, you know, and I think, uh, I think that that you know it's a uh, people they lack courage it takes a great courage to to uh to be yourself you know mm-hmm. and to and to um and to say yes to yourself and uh, before you say no to anybody you know what i'm saying before you say yes to anybody else but yeah jealousy envy uh, uh you know the motivating factors behind that are so you just never know what it is, and then it's just like just like uh, the caller was just saying, they can't even tell you what what it is that they want, or they or they won't, 
And then a lot of times, maybe it's something in you that they don't like, but maybe it's something in themselves that they don't like. Or it's making them face something in themselves, you know. We live... We live uh, in a in a society where everything is reality, reality TV. You know, everybody's going around projecting and living these images, and then when you get stuck with the truth in your face, it's like you're the enemy. <laughs> you know, right. or if you're doing if you're doing good, if you're not in a little box that people say that you should be in, you know, you know, right. you could be doing good too. You could be a very successful lawnmower, let's say, but maybe your family thinks you should be a doctor or, or whatever. And why? I don't know why people don't don't pull together. I would ask the question, why don't people believe in each other? Because if you believe in them, then you would, that would just come with it. And then if you don't believe in somebody, why even wasting your time and being around? There's a lot of people that playing at life these days. You know they're playing. Absolutely, crabs. Crabs in the barrel, the real green-eyed monster. We got another caller coming in from the Emerald City, and it's my main man, Sugar Ray. What's going down tonight? Hey, hey, what's happening, guys? How y'all doing? Hi, Hi Sugar Ray. Hi, Sugar hey. Ray. Hey, hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? I want some doing? sugar with my Ray, please. I want some sugar with my Ray. Thank you. Make sure, well, make sure that make sure that sugar's brown. Like me. It's better for you. For sure, for sure. Well, you know, we got Terry from Las Vegas in the house, and we got my main girl over there, Robin from uh, Greenville, North Carolina, and they've oh, they yes, chimed sir. in on this black love. How come blacks won't support each other tonight? 646-595-3402. And the first question tonight, my man, is, you know, what part do you think jealousy and envy play and why we can't get it together and support each other? Mm. Well, you know, man, uh, you know, it's one of those things, man, it's an economical thing, man, that when you're not used to having something and then somebody in your group gets something and it's a crab in the barrel type thing where, wow, he got this, I need to get this. So it's competitive, you know, it's competitive among their own group. So I feel like we are in an economical situation, man, that's challenging us enough that when somebody gets something, they want to shine, they want to look down on you. Yeah, I got this, and you better get this, you better get yours. So it's one of those things that, you know, that we be, that's the way we do each other. We we are very competitive against each other um, on a materialistic, uh, stupid stuff, you know. And so we, a lot of people do anything they possibly can to get it. You know, that's what they're trained to do. Well, that green-eyed monster something else. That's crazy. Yes, it is, well, what do you? Well, you know, there's the old show Fear Factor, and, 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 you know, you ask yourself the question, is fear a factor for them? So I guess my question would be, going back to you, Sugar Ray, then, then uh, Terry, then uh, my, my girl, uh, Robin, i got to write these, these names down, um, is it the fear that maybe someone will rise before someone else that that, that makes get, gets people nervous? You know, simply success is something else. You know, when some people get successful, you know, people get a little a little crazy around the edges. What part do you think the fear of someone else excelling before you do, or the fear that you know someone's accomplishing and you're not? What part do you think that plays in? Uh, that's that's. Uh... 
as more people in the box are now looking outside the box, they they are they are caught so much into trying to compete and trying to outdo and trying to shine. They think that uh, uh, materialistic and a certain amount of money is determines success, and people want to show that I have this, I'm better than you, I can do this, and that's how we do each other man it's it's and it and it, cr- it creates fear and it creates um um it, a cut a cutthroat situation man people really go all out for it and they do everything they can so it's a fear some people fear their lives some people fear uh the fact of not getting it or not having it or letting people down or letting themselves down and the reason why is that because they're stuck in this box. You know, they're not looking outside the box and saying, hey, that's fine. You can have that. This, this success is not is not this, you know. Success is more about being able to live another day and continue to do other, make other people happy and make myself happy. But people are too caught up into uh, the material, the price tags. It's almost like a situation of, Somebody raising the bar. They want to see how high you jump, and so people jump as high as they possibly can to uh, to get it, and try to outdo the other person before they get it. And uh, it's a rat race, man. And it's one of those things that I feel that people don't look outside the box to try to knowledge themselves about it. What one, Terry? Well, I feel that it takes courage to face your fears. And success brings about the fear of failure. And when you're mm-hmm. afraid to even try, you feel like you've already failed. And then here comes someone who's so successful, you do feel like it's being rubbed in your face when that may not be their intention. But yeah. instead of being afraid, you should embrace that and say, hey, they did it. Maybe they got some, uh, some something that they did that will help me get past my fears and, and gather up my courage and say, I can try to, because nothing beats a failure but a try. But it's right. It's Come right. on now. Yep. What about you, Robin? I know you got something to chime in on, and we're going to let our caller in from New York. What do you think about that I, fear factor on that? Yeah, you know, fear fear will make you or allow you to do things that you 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 would not think. Um and fear will will stop you. It will stop your your whole life. Fear will make you have you stop your own self. And and the 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 it you know what you can have all these reasons that and things that you're afraid of or why, but it all stems from you're afraid of something in yourself. Why why are you afraid of yourself to take that step whenever whatever it takes? Because it does take courage. It does, and you have to over over overcome that. But I mean, my goodness, why do we have to overcome ourselves? Why are we afraid of ourselves? But yeah, fear. It's awful. It's an awful thing, and people, you know, people understand that. The uh, society understands that, and they use that. And it's really, really sad because uh, 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 we have been taught, you know, just as old as prostitution is, okay, uh, 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 so, so we have all been taught, God is teaching us, 
love one another. You know, love one another. So that's a good question. Why don't we do that? Why don't we love one another? I don't think we know how anymore. We've forgotten how to love ourselves. So in not being able to love yourself, how can you love someone else when you don't know how to love the person that's looking back at you in that mirror every morning? That's that one person that you should love. And I can promise you that there are many of us standing in front of that mirror not even looking because we're like, I I don't like this, I don't like that about Uh myself and what I see and Mm -hmm. not even knowing that you could make some changes, simple changes. Yeah, and it can change yeah. your whole positive, change your whole attitude around and, and make it a positive attitude so that once yeah. you start loving yourself, you naturally start reaching back for for those that are around you because you want them to come too. You're like, hey, I got some love for myself. And you know what? That love feels so good. Let me give you some of that love. You look like you're yeah. not having a good day today. We don't even have the common courtesy to speak to one another anymore. And I know. I should happen to wow. speak to you, walking down the street, and say good morning to you. I can't tell you how many people have turned their nose up and looked mm-hmm. at me like, "Who the heck are you talking to me?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" All I said was "Good morning," so I uh-huh. guess it's not a good morning, and I keep it that's moving. Tough. But we shouldn't have to <laughs> be that. Right there. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. You're absolutely right. You ladies are very enlightened. I'm, I'm loving it. Hey, we got a caller coming in from New York, Mr. Andrew. Andrew, welcome welcome to the deck, man. Welcome on deck, man. How you doing this evening? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm in the um, kitchen here. Mm. Uh, listening. Um, hey, no. I, I don't, yeah, Hi, I don't, Andrew. Hey. What's happening, Andrew? What's happening, Andrew? What's happening? Yeah, Andrew, um, we got... We got Sugar Ray from Seattle. We got Terry from Las Vegas. We got Robin from Greenville. Of course, you know I'm calling in from Portland, Oregon. How are you doing this evening? On the real, on the real. Uh, how am I doing? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all right, man. Basically, I just had a a cold one, man, and I'm <laughs> I'm basically I gotta <laughs> cook up some uh, brown rice. Trying to try to. Mm. Cut the meat down and stuff like that. Mm. Want to become more vegan and be in tune with my uh, daily intake, you know, uh, that type of stuff. But yeah, I, 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 I'm not sure what's the topic for tonight. There's, hey, we got that black love going on again, and the topic is how come blacks won't support each other? You know what I'm saying? Six four six five nine five. 3402 out there, black love, how come blacks will support each other? Um, so far we've covered, and I'm going to uh, quantize it, um, we're trying to find out what part jealousy, envy, and fear uh, plays into the reason why we won't support each other as a people. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I timed in uh, when the lady was talking about the fear factor. That's that's, that's a a big one. Um, There's a lot of factors that play into why we why we have this issue as far as with you know um, 
why why we were not able to support ourselves to uh, each other. I mean, to to the to the best of our ability. And I think a lot of it. I mean, not a lot of it, but a big portion would be uh, past experiences, mm-hmm. which come from you know things that occur due to circumstances within the environment. So, you know, once we we create optimal conditions within our environment, I think people will be able to be able to trust more. This doggy dog mentality in our community is going to be very difficult for us to be able to work together unless you um, have your own circle circle that that works too. Very good point. Experience is the best teacher. You learn a lot from, from those experiences. Go ahead. Um, but my thing, I always, where there's a will, there's a way. So I always find a way. And I feel as if, you know, people people can unite off of commonalities. Yeah. So if, I don't think money is the best commonality. You know, like, oh, we're going to do this to get money. Because with, with that, then it comes a whole, that's when the greed, envy, and jealousy comes Money's in. Money's like, a oh, separator. I mean, if if I find somebody and they say, yo, we want we want to make money, and, and I agree with the person and, and I can trust the person, I I could I could work with that. <laughs> but yeah. um, it's just that the the, the common ground got to be stronger than just money because what's the cause? For the, we gonna you gonna get the money and then what you gonna do with it? You gonna blow it or you gonna invest it? Gotta blow it. You guys so, are very attentive tonight. So that, that was the question. I'm going to spin it up right. and enjoy it. I'm a little older. I'm a little older, so I, you know, I, I'm I'm short on the on the saving side and and long on the living side. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> right. I get over fifty, we kind of tend to think like that, you know. <laughs> hey, speak for yourself. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? See, that's why I'm living the dream. See, that's why I'm living the dream. See, I, 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 I you know what? I'm, I see I'm going to have to take you to school. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, I don't mind. Now, don't say nothing, though, if you get the customary clowning, though. <laughs> Don't mind me. Don't mind me. Let me shut up. This is not my show. You guys just just go ahead and mute me. <laughs> no, yo, you're, you're in good shape, but, but, but it is time for our, for our first break. Go pay a bill real quick and then come right back. And we're going to ask that question because you guys are running right into it. We're going to ask the question when we get back, how much of this stuff is financial? Because, you know, they, they say money is the root, but, you know what I'm saying, yeah. I, haven't seen the, I haven't seen the tree yet. So we're gonna we're gonna see what's going down, and we're gonna see what we can do about solving some of this stuff. This is Black Love. Wow. How come how come blacks don't support each other? Six four six five nine five three four zero two. We'll be right back. Give me the countdown. Know where we going? Uh huh. Feels so good. Uh-huh. 
come up, stack get right, put the gun up, laugh get nice, split the gun up, spray blue and white, don't run up, remain humble, you see the change when the rain comes through, when all the fame up the game, cause your name's mumbled, the tips notice, users like hypnosis, it's ferocious, when broke niggas get focused, the cars come out, bottoms at the bar run out, you know you're large when you in car, the dogs are drought, but here's the Swiss up, with beef and the money mixed up, skirts slip up, a few fights, few stick up, then one little thing just leads to the next, and here come them hot boys, to breathe down your neck, now you gotta pack up, flee from the rest, and just a week ago you was free from the stress, I guess it is what it is. I'm from the place where hardcore is beautiful. I'm from the place You know the saga, who lava, who hotter, who shot at who at the Vermada. I knew about beats and Zambada before beach beats. Heavily deep with the riders, guns and money. Some was hungry, dysfunctional families that come from junkies. Dell birds who wanted warrants jumping countries. Death central surviving like a bunch of monkeys. Mark dollars, DEA knocks with collars. Niggas snitching, I still got the heart to holler. Hot chicks and short skirts and damn near topless. Play fly, niggas to stay high, just ride it. Can't call it too fresh to call it. Two text the war with war next to all this. So understand, I know from first hand that lies of a church man, hives his first round. I'm from the place where hardcore is beautiful. I'm from the place When your rope is tapping, your beef for sack Wifey getting feisty, she's beefing back So it's unlikely, it might be a visa's match The coke is up, so now cushions rolls us up And the vegans got the game in the cobra clutch The D's and the Capri's too close to dump But what the fuck, they can suck on some coke and nuts The stress is real, the drain's all a sex appeal Nothing left but gel death for a record deal Rob is weak, hoes wanna slide and creep Even fiends got a thing for that hide and seek Sick up kids, kidnaps, switch up grips It's still crazy how them cops up the tit up big Pops is gone and say the hip hop is wrong You want more than long on the AZ.com Creepin' up, what's on the come up Creepin' y'all wanna take it Creepin' on the come up I'm from the place where hardcore is beautiful Creepin' on the come up Yo, yeah, nowhere to run to, nowhere to hide Sitting on the front stoop right outside in the moonlight. When I take flight, I fly, crank the engine. Then I break out like I'm benching. Thousands of pounds, spit thousands of rounds. And verses help them out like a found missing person. This time, I'ma try to lounge on the person so people can hear how my rap sound perfect. Could hate a nigga, but in fact, it's not worth it. Never know how long you got on this earth, kid. Count them blessings and pay them dues. Keep rolling with the winners, cause they don't lose. In the 2G era, the skies is looking clearer. And nothing can stop them guys that's in the mirror. So thankful that I keep my 
my hands on the bankroll Can't play the shit wreck falling off the plank roll So I stay stable like a natural born hustler Kicking that hot shit right for all the customers Near or far, coming here to star I'll be pouring out beer in the park For my loved ones, deep and thick It's how my love runs for you So with no further ado, I'ma smash it Kick that shit they call acid 24 hours a day, remain classy In the sun, sun, uh, sun, in the sun, sun kid In the sun, 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 in the 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 sun, the sun, in the sun, but I feel it in my bone, a child without a home A prison cell holds a dream to a black team I never thought I'd see the day when brothers pledge allegiance To a red, white, and blue that's waving untrue Yo, where's the 40 acres in the mule, huh? You'd rather give us Mickey D's in the two, huh? And in the sun, I see the way you pull our heartstrings And in the sun, I see your old way to new things Every man has to bow down to God's grace Every soul has to concede to God's goal Politicians give religion to assault people As the constitution reads it says I'm not equal Three-fifths of a gift from a love supreme This gotta be a bad dream, I'm hearing trains scream Little kids are getting warped from computer thwarts Family structure is destroyed, marriage null and void All has gotten formulaic, really hate to say it But I can see it easy, really in the sun In the sun, 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 sun. We keep going, sun don't ever think I've forgotten the days black plotting and scheming Sitting in the lunchroom eating and dreaming on about the things we do when we reach independence, nothing is brand new It's all still according to plan Me your man, from decades ago Can't nobody understand The hardships we've been through Sun to sun, on the wake up Not not everybody gotta run for the ultimate goal Can't lose their soul in the process So unto you, I say God bless Seeing your face lets me see my own So I zone and think about the days we got stoned In the staircase, apartment buildings Little children growing in the world so cold Just like pilgrims great daily nowadays we rarely get to see one another but when we connect we still brothers and now we in the corporate world and the game is different you get caught up in the twirl if your fam ain't effective so here's our perspective to help each other because man ain't it hectic in the sun sun uh, the sun in the sun kids sun 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 in the sun, we ain't stopping. Sun, 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 sun. In the sun, we on top. Sun, 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 sun. We keep going. Sun, 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 sun. In the sun. Boy, 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 Q-Tip, don't be playing around when he gets out. Have to bow down to God's the track right now. That's just a little noise they make it to the end right there. That's a cold track right there. <laughs> yeah, that's The judges think that's acceptable. Yes. <laughs> yes. We we like it over here. A love song that says some Q-tip is always that. That cat is 
always been on top of his job. I mean, that's that brother spits a fabulous yarn right there. Um, so where we were at? We were at Black Love. How come Black yeah. Love? Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Got Robin Lynn in the building. My girl Terry from Las Vegas. Hey, and uh, Sugar Ray, my main man. You know what I'm saying from the Emerald City. Uh, financial stuff. I mean, we. It's, I mean, it's, it's all these top four that we talked about: the fear and the envy. You know, the, the jealousy and stuff. And of course, the financial. You guys are very intuitive on the panel. Where we were talking about, you know, the financial aspect of it. For whatever reason, we hate to see each other climb. That, like Sugar Ray said, if we got a little bit of shine, it gets crazy. What percentage or how much of it do you think really uh, plays into it, Sugar Ray? I'm gonna start with you because. You know, you kind of, uh, you know, brought that up before we got a chance to get to it. What part of that uh, do you feel influences on the finances? In New York, we're going to let you go ahead and hit it after that, and then we can just go from wherever you want to from there. How much finance, Sugar, do you think uh, finances play a part in this thing? Uh, finances, well, how, how much of a part does it play into it? Yeah. It's the root of the problem. But by nature, people are going to always kind of like have a, you know, uh, um, kind of like a, you know, competitive thing about each other because people don't know how to control their emotions and things. But, but economically, when it comes, to, so you know, we talk about our people. You know, our people, man, we, it's it, it, it's economical. It's an economical situation. You know, to the point where, but it's it's not it's not so much by I would say okay I'm gonna get I'm gonna get real deep on this check this out. <laughs> The thing about it is, is that they're trying to, they're basically imitating the atmosphere. See, the thing is about it, man, you're caught up into this thing to where everybody want to get money, get money, get money. And that's in their head. You got people thinking it all the time, but people don't understand the situation about, uh, you know, uh, the things you could do without. Oh, I mean, true enough money. You you need to have we we you know we got to have money, to pay bills, and be be part of the, of the world, pay rent, and all that kind of stuff like that. But it's the extra stuff that people do. People want the extra, you know. People do anything, you know, to, to get to get that money. They they lie on their taxes big time. They lie. They sell. They'll sell anything. They go on the corner and do anything for money. But people yeah. get to the point, and people say, "Oh, yeah, so well, hey, you get paid. He's getting paid, or she's getting paid." That's that's what they thinking. They thinking that's okay because they're getting paid, but you just sold your soul for that dollar. But the point I'm making is though is that people are imitating their atmosphere because they're trying to be something they're not. They don't understand how they're not uncomfortable with themselves and to address themselves and know how to understand and say, Hey, I'm 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 more important than this money. This money is money, but I'm 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 the one that's controlling the situation, not the money not controlling me. But, you know, that's a problem like that. So finances, man, people just don't know how to rise above emotions, man, and how to handle the situation. So money plays a huge factor on what people do and how they act. Mm, very good. Andrew. Yes, sir. What are, you, what, are you, what are you thinking on that? I mean, you know, how how, how much do you, do you feel that, you know, this money causes the, the separation and, uh, and, and maybe like every year, it's all playing into our earlier stuff. You know, you got the jealousy, you know, the envy and stuff, you know, and, and, and you know, uh, folks fearing each other and stuff, and, of course, fearing 
another man's success or a woman's success, and and uh, in the financial aspect, what part do you think the financial aspect plays in this in this crazy mixer? But I, I basically I I hear I hear. Um, well, I got an interesting perspective as far as you know. Um, the money I, I I don't think the money is the problem because I mean there's also a verse in the Bible that says keep if you keep it in context and you work with it basically it says money solves all things all problems you know what I mean. Yeah, money but, answers everything, yes. Hold uh-huh. on, let, 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 let him get this bad boy here. I, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Um, also, you know, basically what the money does, what, the way I see it is that in my in my situation, the, the, the money allows, uh, a, it allows you to do more things. When you keep it in context, uh, mm-hmm. I was going to say before that, uh, basically, it's not it's not the money is the root of all evil. It's the, it says the love of money is the root of all evil. You understand? So, basically, I forgot what I was going to say, man, but I just, I'm just going to freestyle it real quick. This is what I feel. Come on, with it. <laughs> Like, it's not the money that causes the problem. The money could actually, it, it benefits us when it's put into proper context. Like the the gentleman said before, he said, too, too, I mean, um, like a lot of people, they, 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 they get money. You got to work for it, you know what I mean? Because when you have something that, that's just handed to you, a person doesn't appreciate it, you know what I mean? So that, that, that could... Not not necessarily in all cases, but a lot of times that happens, and you know that could cause a person to do things they wouldn't usually do because they have an excess of money. But within the community, because okay, there I'm thinking. Um, for example, imagine a person that was born with a uh, fifty million dollars, and then one person, you know, for for five years they didn't make over. Fifty thousand dollars. That's a huge difference in the the, oh. the the margin of of what the person is capable of doing. They can't say, okay, I want to just take a trip to to Barbados. They can't do that because they have to budget themselves in a certain way. So let alone seeing seeing past a week, you know, is is difficult for that person to see even past, you know. What, what he's going to eat tonight or what he's going to do, you know what I mean? But a person that has $50 million, hypothetically, they they have the ability to plan out their schedule a year in advance. So that frees up time and space to do so many things. So what this current financial system has done is that they, they program people to feel as if they need money, and without the money, they, you, you, can't, you can't enjoy yourself. Yeah. That's 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 not true. For example, when, when I, I'm gonna go back to that analogy that I just said. Um, imagine that that person with the fifty million dollars, the average person, the average person that that has the the fifty thousand dollars a year, uh, they they have to plan out what they're gonna eat, what they're gonna wear, what they're gonna drink, and all these things on a on a daily basis. But the person that has fifty million dollars, they 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 have that all planned out. 
30 days in advance. In fact, they don't even have to think about that. They probably got a butler or somebody that caters to them, those needs. You understand? So that that free, those, those are the type of people that construct society. They could come up with ideas. You know, not to say that a person that has that that doesn't have the necessary uh, financial backing can't do the same thing. But you got to be able to think outside the box. And that person, you know, it just frees up so much space. The the, the person with the 50 million dollars, they could. If they're intelligent enough, they they'll get to a level where they begin to engineer society. You know what I mean? They they begin to make to dictate what what the functions and and have say because they have more financial power in a in a in a society that runs off of commerce. So it's different right. ways of looking at it. Because like I said, well, there's a well, there's a well, there's a way, but sometimes you do need that 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 money because. You could you could you could buy politicians. You could do things. You could play the game in a different way, because a lot of times people's mentalities are like, okay, well, you have all this talk, but if mm-hmm. you knew so much, why you don't have no money? <laughs> and that's one of the problems. I was <laughs> well, well, uh-huh. Exactly. Well, ro- well, Robin, in reverse, in reverse to to what that gentleman Andrew from New York was just saying, what what about the guys that has the the fifty million dollars? Uh, that, that happens to be black that that won't support it, it, his community because here again it's it's all about you know why you know and there's a lot of them out there you know what I'm saying the other that like like my man Cosby that's got the the nine hundred dollar sweaters and, and some of these other uh-huh. folks that get out there like like uh, like these ads I've been seeing in in uh, in, in, in uh, what is it uh, just Moy uh, um, you know she has a, a, a black uh, column where she you know talks about how a lot of these folks get out here and they have all this this money, and for whatever reason, they don't want to, you know, help, and they do have that money, uh, and, and they're not willing to be supportive of, of black causes. There's just so many millionaires and, 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 and gazillionaires out there that are brothers that won't help. What You know, why yeah. do you feel that they don't support? Is it the attitude that I've gotten here and I don't need to help, or what is your take on that? I think they get to a certain point, and they... They they want to forget where they came from, and then they don't want nobody else to see where they came from, and it's like uh, it's like pride and reverse. Actually, it's because they're shamed. Uh huh. Really. Uh huh. And 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 um, where they could go back and help and give, um, I don't know because a lot of people they they'll swear up and down, man. If I ever get out of this, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna help and give back. And and you just you just don't ever see that. I uh, I'm a minister, and um, my my main ministry is is benevolence. And and uh, you know I'm I'm not a church. I don't got a building. I don't take tithes, donations, or offerings. I won't refuse them, but I don't I don't actively tithe. But um, um, whenever there's been a need, um, um, people give, and and it just comes. And I say, just give it up, you know. Um, um, if you look at what, what God does, he always provides the need. He says, just ask. Yeah, and ask and it shall be given. And and that simple thing, whenever we ask God for anything and it's in his will, he gives it to us, so it, it's the same. I just don't know why why, why we don't. But I say, uh, um, um you, you, if you, like if you go to the church, you should be able to to get money 
or get if you if you need money for your rent or a bill, you should be able to get that without the pastor telling you, well, we've got to run it by the committee and 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 see what they say and blah blah blah. No, it doesn't go like that. Just give it up. And and also, do you ever see Jesus pass the plate? Do you ever see Jesus take up a a, a collection? You ever? Ever. And so. And so I, 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 I'm like this. They asked me to speak someplace, and I never get asked back once because I, <laughs> my views are, are a little bit different, but I'm going strictly by what the Word says, not what I, it's been interpreted to me, not by what, what I've been necessarily taught. Now, I have been taught some good things. I chew up the meat and spin out the bones, but the Holy Spirit leads and guides us into all truth. But... Um, why people won't give back what they're afraid of, you know, I, I, I don't I don't know. And then they think that they can sit there and insulate themselves. You know, they'll even refuse and won't even help their own family members. And they'll go, they'll turn their nose up and they go, well, I got out, you get out. But guess what? It's a give and take world. And none of us, none of us have gotten where we're at even right now without the help or assistance or our support, or someone believing in us, or someone praying for us, you know. And so, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. I I don't know. We're doomed. We're doomed. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Okay. We're, we're, we're gonna come back to that one. Terry, Terry, what are your thoughts on that? Well, they talked about a, a broad aspect of things, but really and truly, the Bible does say the. Um, the root of all evil is the love of money. Yeah. But we do need money. But when we start placing money before God and, yeah. and before his will, that's when the problem comes in. Once people become rich or wealthy or well-off, however they want to describe it, they start thinking mm-hmm. about me, myself, and I. Everybody mm-hmm. else is forgotten because they, they're like, well, I have arrived. But that was not what God intended the money to be used for because he said the rich will have a harder time entering the gates of heaven than mm-hmm. a camel would going through the eye of a needle. Yeah. And so that's really sad well, because money changes people because they become self-sufficient. They don't need God. They don't need family. Um, they don't need you to tell them anything. They don't even want you to look at them and don't ask them for that money because then that's a problem. But it really should not be that way. Yes, you should spend your money wisely. Yes, you should invest it in people wisely. Um, but have we all been duped at some time, some point in our lives? Yes, we have. But did we survive it? Yes, we did. So even that person that we didn't see it at the time but we realized it later, they were just so slick and so smooth-talking that they talked us out of our, our money. God bless them. They needed it more than we did. And yeah. God still provides for us, just like Robin said. God still provides when we ask for what we need. He not yeah. only provides for what we need, but he gives us so much more. So the yeah. blessing, you know, everybody says, oh, I want to get rich. I want to have money to do this and do that, to do that. The blessing is really in the not having. That's right. the richness. Because if you can see life without 
dollar sign in front of your eyes and live that life the way God has intended it to be lived, then that's mm-hmm. when you become richer than the richest person in the world. Well, then let, let me stay with you, then on, on this point, and then I'm going to run, run from you back down to Andrew and then back up to uh, Sugar Ray and then to Robin. Uh, is it then on some level, is it self-hatred of an individual on a certain level that spreads to um, to the masses and causes all the mistrust that makes people uh, mistrust people so much that they won't come together with other people? It's, oh. To me, it's a, a lack of belief in God. When yes. you put God first, everything else falls into its proper place. Mm-hmm. Even when you think you don't have, you are so rich because God mm-hmm. God provides for your every need. He keeps you from hurt, harm, and danger. He provides food on your table, a roof over your head, and even money in your pocket. So who are we to say, no, I can't help my brother or my sister that's standing on the street corner because they should get a job. We don't know their life. We don't know their situation. But God did mm-hmm. not say that before you can give them a dollar, you need to find out their history. He did not say that. He said, I got this, but if you will let it go and give it to them, I'll give you so much more because what you do unto the least of them, you have yeah. done unto him. And we forget all of that training that we grew up with because we have different beliefs and we are shaped and molded by the things that we come in contact with and experience and open up our minds to or even close our minds to. That all shapes us. But is it really right in the end? And really, how rich do you want to be? I feel like I'm the richest woman in the world. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have a million dollars in the bank, but I am rich. Mm-hmm. I promise you I am. And I walk like the princess that I am. Amen. Not, not, not a queen because I follow my king. And I am a princess because yeah. I am the king's kid. So that makes me a princess. So I am very rich. Yeah. Wow. yeah and that, I don't that's mind amazing. giving. You know, yeah, some, someone will say, well, why did you give me a dollar and you never asked for it back? Well, because you said you needed some water and you wanted a bottle of water, so I gave you a dollar. I had it to get. Mm-hmm. Well, you never came back and asked me for it. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't want you to think that I just... Never give you back your money. I said, well, when I need that dollar that bad, I will mm-hmm. ask for it. I said, but in the meantime, consider it a gift from, from me to you because I can't. And when I can't, I won't offer it. But if I can, if I have it, I will give it to you. Simple richness. I made lunch for a coworker because I felt like she wouldn't come to work with lunch that day. And sure enough, she yeah. did. Yeah. She didn't thank me enough for being that thoughtful of providing her with something to drink and to eat and a, a pleasant conversation so that we could get through our work day. But that made me even richer than the food that I provided. It's amazing so that you should say those things. That's, that's, that's incredible. That's, that's incredible. And that, that, that's, I don't know what else to say that. That's incredible. Because, I mean, I find myself hard-pressed to, to get on highways or to, uh, come up on street corners where I see people standing there with signs and, and aren't forever searching for change or a couple of bucks or whatever. Or sometimes, mm-hmm. depending on standing there, if I don't have a couple of bucks, hell, I just drop a 20 on them. And it's multiplied mm-hmm. and 
some of the That's some of the right. greatest things you some of yeah. the greatest things you can do and some of the greatest attributes you can have is doing things mm-hmm. when other people aren't watching. And when you're not doing yeah. it for exactly. you you're just doing it just for the spirit of just doing it. And it always comes back. I mean, in one way or another, because what I'm always trying to do is try to figure out some way to impress the father rather than human beings because human beings are fallible and they can disappoint you. God never disappoints you. That's right. Andrew, what do you think about that? Do you think it, what do you think about the portion that, uh, thanks, Teresa, appreciate that. That's, that's huge right there. It's very huge. Um, is this something in, in, the, in the self-hatred department that people have that maybe um, foregoes their ability to, to see clearly enough and, and is the mistrust that deep because of that, that hatred, that self-hate that they have? Because on some levels, people always feel insecure or, 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 uh, or short-stacked when it comes up to going against other, with, with under, other individuals and either helping or being in an adversarial kind of thing. What portion of, of, of a person's own self-loathing might preclude them from being able to help somebody else or support mm. someone else? Mm. The, the, the lack of understanding that, that creates a person or, or, or entices a person to to be to, to begin to have those those thoughts, you know what I mean? And it, 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 idleness also, well, speaking in my, my own personal situation, like um, I, I went through a, a whole phase where I was trying to figure out what money was for because when I when I, I thought I had money, you know, the one of the worst feelings was um not not being able to, to, to give. For example, like when I didn't have like I used to I would go get up and, and this is when I was in high school, I'm twenty three now. When I would get up and basically go to the supermarket and ask, uh, could could I help you with your groceries, your car, get a dollar mm-hmm. for every you know, then I would go to school with like oh oh Stack of like forty dollar bill. Uh, I mean, uh, like forty singles, you know, in my hand, or whatever. But the point of the matter was that I had some. I would buy candy in the morning time, and just be able to give, you know. And that was that was one of the best feelings. And the fact that when I got to this neighborhood where I'm at, I didn't have the money like that, but I was still able to to give on my perspective, but. The, the people in the environment they couldn't understand, or maybe that's the way I perceived it. That you know that, um, like we, why why is your perspective so optimistic? You know what I mean, and basically, if if this is if, if that's the right thing, why are you going through what you're going through? But through all the, the adversity, I always was able to keep a smile on my face. So, like like the lady was saying earlier about, you know, you can't even say good morning to a person without them thinking, like, oh, why is this person looking at me like that? I mean, so that's 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 part of what, what I was going through. And that allowed me to see, you know, not only does the, the, the lack of, you know, the understanding uh, become detrimental to a person because they become stuck in their ideologies, um it also prohibits it, it prohibits growth people 
you know, so stuff like that happens because of, of you know, the lack of consideration for, for one's fellow man. I mean, and it's not it's not because it's just so many factors that play into that because poverty is injected into our societies. It's not the people the bless are the poor because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And basically the laws I learned but I used to think I gotta read this Bible, I gotta read this Bible. And I learned that the laws is written on, on a person's heart already. Yeah. Yep. So that's yeah. when I be, I went through this whole phase where I put myself in this position where I was like, I don't I don't want no money. I hate money. <laughs> I hated money for a period of time. Yeah. I had to figure out what it was for. I was like, okay. And then, you know, I began to see like, okay, well I ain't got no money, Zay, so <laughs> I gotta go to I gotta go to my grandmother's house and pick up something, you know what I mean? And that's what realigned me with what I was you know, was supposed to be doing because when I thought I was you know, I, I was like, Okay, well I can make money now, I'm gonna venture out on my own and I started doing stupid stuff like talking back to my ass and doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing. Uh-oh. But then I I figured it out that this this money thing is not all this cracked up to be. You know what I mean, mm. so and okay. what, what the lady was uh, another thing that uh, I heard like uh, um, the lady someone someone said on the line basically, you know, like say for example somebody makes it, you know, you got a, a person in your family they doing good and. This this actually happened to me to, to a, a certain degree, but you know, like 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 another person said on the line, you you make it through it. And what happened was um, the person was doing they they doing good or whatever, but instead of um, you know looking back and saying, okay, let me help this guy the same way I would help myself, they do the bare minimum to say that okay, well I tried to help this person, knowing that. It takes way. It takes a. It takes a. How is it? What they say? It takes a village to raise a, a child or something like that. Yeah. And, and knowing, but just just knowing that, but just just to be like, okay, I told you so. You know, just to to make themselves feel as if they're 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 right. I mean, they'll they'll they're willing to watch somebody in their own, you know, family suffer to 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 build themselves up. You know what I mean? And that's that's what happens in a lot of cases. You know what I mean, so it's not necessarily envy or jealousy, but it's situations like that 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 a lot that breed those type of things. When a person is willing to to sit back and and, and laugh at another person's misfortunes, just to say I told you so. I mean, so that's what happens a lot of times. Sugar Ray, I got to get you in here. What what are, what are your thoughts on that on this stuff? Uh... I mean, oh, Sugar Ray. Okay, Sugar Ray, we'll get back to him. Uh, Robin, uh, the, 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 the self-hate factor, what are, you, what are you thinking? What are your thoughts on that? Goodness, self-hate. you got to love yourself. But, um, you know, we are we learn by experience. Mm-hmm. And 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 we're taught, and 
unfortunately, we live in a society that we tend to put down, you know, even our children. You know, we scallop our faces and we, we, we make remarks and, you know, we're trying to shape them and mold them and stuff, but it, it's, we're so, the way we all treat each other and ourselves, it's so disparaging. And, and that, it, you know, it's like when we look in the mirror, I'll, the first thing that stands out is something about us that we don't like. But if you look around us, the people are telling us, wow, you're beautiful. Wow, you're great. Wow, you're awesome. They are. Everybody hears that. I know they do. You know what I mean? Um, but how do you, where, where do you tap into that? If you haven't been taught love, if you haven't been shown love, and uh, the way kids are being raised now and the way that we're living now, everybody's going to work. Everybody's chasing the money. They're too busy to raise their kids. And if you think that uh, having a good job and having a nice car and nice clothes and a nice big old house, nice furniture and all the gadgets and stuff that go along with that and you've got your kids parked in front of them and you're gone working all the time, you, if you think you're raising your kids, if you think you're providing for them, that's not even... As much as that is, that's not what really counts and what really matters. Because our kids see us, children see how their parents interact with each other and with the world. And that's how they learn how to treat men and treat women. It's how they learn how to trust and all of that. And with the, with the dumbing down, I, it, it's almost impossible for anyone to be assertive and love themselves. So much so that when you when you go to give someone a compliment or you go to show your appreciation, their first uh, their first inclination is to downplay it. And so what what is it in us that that makes us do that? Well, I don't know. I know the devil's a liar, and and yes. and many things are are a trick of the trick of the enemy just to get our mindset off because God. He makes it so. He makes it so simple. He doesn't put any conditions on, on, on salvation, or getting it right. He just says, "Come as you are." He says, "Come as you are." Okay. When the people come to the church, if they're drunk or if they're stinky or if they got a bad attitude or whatever, we gonna tell them we frown up and that they feel funny, that they feel like they got to they got to straighten up, they got to clean up. Well, yes, I mean, the cleaning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Because remember, remember how messed up we were. We went to God. We were like, I can't do it. I'm messed up. Okay. And what did God do? He makes it so simple. He He tells us, turn away from your sin, and and seek my forgiveness. And then He forgives us. It's just that easy. You know. And then the Holy Spirit is there to lead. And guide us into into His will, because we don't have the power to do it ourselves. We just don't. And so there's any number of reasons why, but uh, that love, that's it right there on the black love, love, love. God is love, you know. Exactly. And God is good. So something that's so good and so simple, why why don't we do it? I don't know. I do not know what to tell you. Uh, we're doomed. I keep trying to tell you that we're doomed, man. 
I'm going to defer on that one because I was like, oh, you say, you know, God's love is pretty powerful, and I don't think you're going to yeah. let us all just go like that. We got to trust, trust the Lord. I don't, I don't believe that the either. Water, at the, the two-minute warning to bail us out there. Well, but speaking yeah. of two-minute warnings, before, before I go to this, this break, I, I want to get – I'm going to take two questions, and I want to uh, combine them together because I want to make sure we get all of our, our questions in. And, and, it, and it comes in the form of this. And, and, and Terry, I'm going to start with you. Uh, Ray, I don't know what happened here. But I'm going to, I'm going to start with you and, 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 and run it like this. We're the strongest people on the earth, God willing. Why can we not unite under one common cause or one common goal and why is it only when we're in a tragic situation, like the Trayvon Martin deal or, or the O.J. Simpson deal or whatever, whenever, you know, black justice is being uh, tested, our lives are being tested, that our people unite? So I'll read that again. We're the strongest people on the earth. Why can we mm-hmm. not unite under one common cause or goal? And why is it only that when there is a tragedy that we seem to come together on things? Mm. It's because of our selfishness. Mm. I, I can't even begin to reiterate that tragedy, it takes tragedy to bring us back to our senses, but most of us don't want to stay there because then you feel vulnerable and weak. What do we mm-hmm. like? We want to feel powerful and strong. But in your vulnerability is where you are the strongest. Mm. Yeah, and also able to help someone else to be the same way. We think that power is domination, uh, got all uh-huh. the money, got all the ideas, got the plan right, and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Well, what are you doing? It, it's not even that at all. Uh-huh. That's not where the real power is. The real power is in humility <laughs> and yeah. selflessness. When we can love love someone beyond ourselves, then you start to get the the greater picture of of how could Christ love us and give up mm-hmm. His life for us and lay down His crown for us when He did not have to, but mm-hmm. because He loved us so much, mm-hmm. He said we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Do you hear that, people? We are fearfully and wonderfully yeah. made. And we don't get that. But I promise you, our our questions can be answered. Our hope can be found. Our lives can be made better by just simply reading the Word for ourselves and getting a better understanding of, of what God's real plan was for us. And Bob and I agree, we are doomed, only because it says so from the beginning. Yeah. That Adam and Eve sinned, and because of that sin, we will never have that true relationship with God that he designed us for until we, we make it back to heaven. Yeah. Or hell. Now, whichever one, one you want to choose is up to you, but I want to mm-hmm. go to heaven. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I'll take the latter more than the former. That's that's. We are self-centered people to where we think about ourselves first. And if you are by some chance a person that cares uh-huh. about someone more than you care about yourself, 
you are considered weak. Yeah, and that's, that's the one thing. Yeah, that yeah. you should never do. Never take a person's kindness as a weakness. It is their strength. Yeah, because we've gone through something to get to that point. They've gone through yeah. something so traumatic to get to that point that it was life changing. That made them say, "I don't ever want to be the other." So I'm going to yeah. go this way, and I'm going to be kind and caring and loving and considerate. Yeah. But that yeah. is all considered weakness in our society yeah. today. But that's not weakness. That is the greatest strength you will ever see walking in human form. Mm-hmm. The millionaires, the billionaires can't even touch that person who walks mm-hmm. humbly. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Andrew. We're the strongest people on the earth. Why can't thank you, Tracy? We're the, you're the strongest people on the earth. Why can we not unite under one common cause or goal? And why is it that only when we're in tragedy, like Trayvon Martin and et cetera, then yeah. our people unite? Why is that? Right. Well, I want to I want to interject on um, what a lady said. You know, I mean, yes, I I think that it's it's possible to to have a relationship very close with the Creator on Earth because it says as above, so below. So um, I think that. Um, uh, Uh, yeah, basically, excuse me. <laughs> this is one of those moments on stage when you just uh, back up. Um, but no, seriously, I just I I know. Okay, the, there there's gonna come. The Bible tells of a time. You know, where every, we, people are going to unite under a common cause. Um, but currently, it's just it's a it's a it's a play on on the minds. Oh yeah, okay, there you go. Okay, so basically, in the in the Bible, it 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 says God hates. So for a person to think that it's all about love. Yeah, I mean that's just of the primary attribute of God. That's what I feel. I mean, and I, 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 I'm at this point. I'm just gonna give you an example of how my mind is a little bit kind of because the, the words we use like loving, uh, pain, compassion, courtesy, things like that, those are words, you know, relative to the English language. But what they Rive from is us trying to explain what they would call an emotion, but I think that there were things that are beyond feelings that are beyond expression of words. But in order to tap into that, I mean, I, I they would say like a monk is experience experience heavenly bliss. Or something like that. Like, but I don't. I don't think that you have to take it that far in order to get to that point. But 
one thing I realized, like, I don't, I really think that, you know, environment has a big part to play on on how one is able to perceive God. You know, you can you can see God externally all around you in nature, but you can also perceive God internally as well. You know what I mean? Um, but environment plays a, a big role on that. That's why in the Bible, God, he designated a section of men for for the for the for his people. I mean, and he you know he he instructed them how to do this and gave them rules and guidelines to to stick by so that they would maintain their integrity amongst all those other types of peoples and and things that was going on around them. Um, but also. You know, so that 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 that's that's something. You know, so and and when I say God hates, because the Bible says God hates wickedness. So, a lot of times, the reason why we are not able to act before uh, calamity occurs is because on a daily basis. We pacify the wickedness. The things that we see that we should abhor, we mm-hmm. we just you know just let it go by. It is not to say that we can't do something about it, because in any way you can. I mean, it, it always is a way to do something. And sure. I mean, yeah. Okay, um, Robin. Uh, you know, I, I, I know that you. Uh, you know, this is something that you've been basically saying all evening, so I'll, I'll pose the question just once more. We are the strongest people on the earth. Why can we not come together and unite under one common cause or goal? And why is it that we only wait until tragedy happens, like Trayvon Martin or something like that, and then all of a sudden we become unified in mass in the way we do across the country? Uh I think it's been hit upon already. It's it's it seems like if you're nice, if you're helpful, if you're loving, if you're kind, it seems to be you're considered weak. Mhm. Those things are considered weak. And so I guess people don't wanna look like they're afraid of being weak, right? And and tragedy the tragedy, tragedy, oh, that's a good opportunity for us to look good or look like we care, uh-huh, and, and, and we can put into action. But guess what? Uh, uh, strength, okay? Meekness is strength under control. There's nothing weak about being meek. And, and God says only the meek, the meek shall inherit the earth, and only the meek shall see the face of God. Amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, tragedy, I think, uh, uh, you know, people can come out. We live in these times where everybody wants to look like something. And they'll put great effort and, and time and money into looking like something, acting like mm-hmm. something. And, and you know, it would take less effort to actually do the 
do the do the darn thing. I'm about to start cussing. I'm sorry, but it, it <laughs> would it would take less effort to do to just do it than it does to um, to perpetrate. And um, I don't know. I, it's just something. There's something that's happening inside people uh, across the land that uh, this me, 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 not only this me, me, me attitude, but it's also an I don't care attitude and a, and a yep. sense of entitlement, too. Yeah. Very much perverse. Yeah. Absolutely right. Well, well, well stated and very well put. Well, yeah, you know, we've, got, we, we've got about, oh, 35 minutes of live time left. So I'm just gonna run just one one song, and uh, hold on just a moment. Uh, now I, I, I've got to get it in before I go to break. Sugar Ray, you're back on deck, and I've got to pose this question to you because basically you you talk about this a lot. And this is why I'm gonna quantify this question by two questions into one. We're the strongest people on the earth. Why can we not come together and unite under one common cause or goal? And why is it that only when tragedy occurs that our peaks unite? Hmm. Right, well, there are a lot of reasons why we don't come together, but one reason I think is because, you know, we don't have a knowledge of self. We don't know anything about ourselves. We don't know anything about our about our history. We are not, we're kind of like... Uh, we're too caught up on those small things, and the uh, reason why we can't, why we come together when we unite, we we act like we surprised when something major happens, like Trayvon Martin or something like that, but or Jordan Davis or anything like that. But the problem is, is though, is that it's a cycle that repeats itself over and over and over and over and over. So I don't understand why we don't focus on ourselves and try to build ourselves. But we having a problem. We having a problem trying to uh, just basically trying to problem trying to get together on things, man. Because we always competing, competing, competing against ourselves for dumb stuff like who getting them, who getting the, the flies ride, who getting this. We compete so much, you know. You know, compete so much. So that's the problem right there. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this one on you, but I'm gonna run because we have, we have about 33 minutes left, and I'm gonna drop one good song that's kind of relative to what we're talking about. And then when I come back, I'm gonna hit you first because you talk about this again all the time. And I'm gonna ask the question, right? What part of the dominant society, aka white folks? What part do they play in in our, um, you know what I'm saying, not being able to come together and support each other? Because, you know, it's it's part of our history. We know that, that uh, you know, they've had a, a good deal of strategically doing things that kind of led to this process. And I'm going to hit you first with that when we, when we come back. And then, like I said before, I'll try to squeeze in the, the, those last couple. But this is a real good conversation We'll be right back right after this. We'll, go, we'll pay a bill real quick, and then when, we get, when I get back, we're going to go ahead and dive into that one, and we'll give a, a nice quick answer on that one at 
think we might have time for maybe one, maybe two more questions. I think that's all we'll have left. This is Flossy Jeezy, Black Love. How come blacks don't support each other? 646-595-3402. We'll be right back.
Okay, we're in the home stretch of black love. I've come blacks won't come together and support each other. 646-595-3402. Sugar Ray, Sugar Ray, um, what part in this process does the dominant society play in this, uh, historically, currently, or whatever? Uh, or do they play a part in the fact that, you know, we don't come together? Oh, Sugar Ray. Okay, Terry. Go ahead and repeat that again. What part if you don't mind, of this process? Of, not a problem at all. Not a problem. Um, you know, we're trying to figure out how come we don't come together. Do you think that any part of the dominant society or anything that they do or you know, the fact that, you know, we you know, we, we share the earth with them, you know, we try to, you know, get along, we try to, you know, you know, do our, our daily thing. What part of uh the dominant society do white folks play and what goes on with us you know, getting along and, and, and uh coming together as people? Or or do they? Well, honestly I feel like we are our own worst enemies. The self destruct hmm. button is, is within us. It has nothing to do with society as a whole because mm. the self-hatred is within us. Most of us as, as black people, we do not like what we see when we look in the mirror. And my question becomes why? Mm. Why don't we like what we see? Good point. Good point. Problem. Yes. What what part does the dominant society or does the white culture play in our not coming together uh, as black folks, or do they play a part in that? Um, I think that they play a part in it uh, so much so that they can just kind of like sit back and put their feet feet up and watch, and and and. Uh, it's really easy. It just takes a few words or a few threats, threaten to take away some services, threaten to take away some right, threaten their family or something, instill some fear in them kind of way. And then uh, after all that, they don't, have to, they don't have to do too much because it's just instilled in us that, that we, we, we grab our own selves in, the, in our own pots. Hmm. <laughs> Big time, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. What 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 part does uh, the the dominant society play in us not coming together as people, or do well, they play a part? Um, for I, I don't, it's not necessary. I say this, but I don't want to come off as don't know as or anything like that. Cause, but I hope this is what's needed right now. Cause you know that was one of the reason why I was I was kind of suppressing myself because every right. time I would talk, it was it was it was fun because people was looking at me like it was it was funny because I, he's black, he talks like he's white, mm-hmm. and you know then at the other end of it was funny because you know people was thinking like okay, 
you know, you, you you think you know everything. You know what I mean, and that's not that's not the case. It's just, I just you know, I I I, I if if I could consider like a hobby, a hobby of mine wouldn't be like reading books and stuff. I like I like sports, and 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 that I would say I probably fit the stereotype like we don't like reading books. I don't I don't think that's true. I just feel as if in this age of the internet and all that crap. Uh, the information I can get from uh, reading a book in a week, I could absorb from the computer within probably like two hours, an hour, just watching some videos. I mean, but um, so I just, I don't know. I, that's one of my, um, uh, what's that thing called? You know, uh, what's that called? Tech um, peeves, right? Oh, not self conscious or. Um, when a person is like, uh, when they feel like, I can't, I don't even know the word right now, but I'll, I'll think of it later. Um, but so according to my calculations, from the research that I've been doing, white people play a very sinister role. You know what I mean, and that's why I like I like white people, you know, but. When I came, when I when I was in this environment, I had to figure out some things because the description that they was putting putting on TV wasn't matching up with what I was seeing within the the, the communities on the ground level. Yeah, you know I mean, because on the ground level, people were working with the scraps that they had to make things work for each other and treating each other in a, a manner best they could in accordance to what they knew. I mean, but that propaganda it wasn't it wasn't some wasn't some wasn't adding up. And then I did more research and I began to, to, to figure out, you know, there's an there's an alternate agenda. And since we talk about the Bible, you got you know, the Bible talks about an adversary. And that adversary is agenda is very sinister. And the Bible says you can't, you can't, uh, let me not get too crazy into it, but, you know, there, there's a there's another side to the coin. You know, Satanism, I don't know nothing about that, but I think that that stuff is real. Like, there's people that actually, atheism, I don't know about it, if, if uh, atheism is that bad. They just don't believe anything. But a person that is willingly going to put their efforts towards, you know, something that they, 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 more than likely probably know is is not the best option, you know, those are dangerous people. And a lot of those people are, are people that are running societies, you know, those are people that, you know, that are put in positions to do certain things to people. And and that's, that's, that's what I, I I seen and you know virtually the the um the conundrum occurred when the same people that are in these positions the the, the, the say the white the same people that that are in those positions they will defend those people before they defend a Christian like uh say for example you know what I mean before they defend a black person that's of the same belief they'll defend a yeah you know what I mean and. That's where the conundrum came into. Well, okay, so y'all want to, you know, you want to do that? All right. So, and that that's where the, the balance comes in because 
As much as they want to believe they could do anything and kick their feet up and whatever, they're not that smart. Because you got to be a stupid person to, 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 to have an understanding of, of, or even, you know, to be given a glimpse into a higher possibility if you still want to choose with the wrong wrong path. I mean, right. so, and it's not necessary. Black people is not at fault in this thing. And, 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 and you know, I just want to, it's always two sides to the story. I right. mean, and as, as long as they keep, and they, they control, like, a lot of bullshit, I was like, you know, the, the, excuse my language again, like, the history books, when I found out, that the crap they was telling, I thought I thought Egyptians was white all the way up to yeah, yeah, I mean, up to yeah. up to seventeen years old, I thought Egyptians. <laughs> I mean, around that age, that's when I figured out okay, Egyptians wasn't white because that's not adding up. Yeah, you know I mean, and the way they got it is they could they could they could. I wrote something down. I wrote something earlier. What I wrote is. So basically, they could they could do stuff and take the blame. They could take the blame and they could say they didn't do nothing. You know what I mean? Um, but one thing I, I I don't know why this came to my mind. It's I, I could put a quote: "Do nothing and take credit for everything." Philosophy of the the brainwashers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's 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 something that 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 just came to mind. That's what ha- that's what happens a lot of the times, and but like I said, there's a sinister there's a sinister agenda that's um, underneath all that squeaky clean stuff that they like to portray on TV. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not so crisp and so clean at all, man. They just they got a whole lot of a whole lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? They're not really even white. They're more like an alabaster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So it's like right. we already we already know those of us who know the truth and know exactly what, what history teaches us, which is why you know God is love yeah. and knowledge is power. Um, yeah, it, 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 it pays to know exactly you know where you stand on everything because he who does not uh, stand for anything tends to fall for anything, and we we can't be that we can't be those type of soldiers that, 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 and. Uh, and, and, and you know, soldier as we can't be, we can't march to those kind of uh, songs and tunes anymore because you know we've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, tricked, and fooled long enough. And you know we're not, mm-hmm. we haven't run amok yet. We haven't run amok yet. We're, we're still in there. Sugar Ray, you still on deck? Yeah, I'm here. What's going on? I got. I, I gotta ask you this question because you talk about the dominant society all the time. And that's great terminology. What part does the dominant society play? A role in this uh, keeping us separated, you know what I'm saying, with all the you yeah. know catering and tricks and all the weird stuff. In your opinion, what what part does the dominant society play in this? Well, right now um, they are not already they didn't already do what they had to do. They right now just basically uh, I heard someone say that out earlier that they just sitting back kicking their feet up. Right now yeah. it's not, and the thing is, the more of a system is in place. That we're just kind of like just falling in the traps and just doing it, doing doing everything for them, and we we we're still trying to get equality and trying to be uh, um, a part of what they are and trying to be like them. Yeah, and and, and that's our problem. But well, we don't seem to understand that we are kind of like tripping off stuff like um, you know 
stupid stuff. Or we 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 have stupid stuff amongst ourselves, man, that we deal with a lot, man. But the thing about it, man, is that we know what it is. We just need to get together and build ourselves to compete. What they what's going on with them? The thing they know is that is that we'll do anything for money. Yeah. See, see, like, like, say, for instance, when situation, I'm, I'm gonna bring this up, man. You know, when was, when something big or major happened or uh, uh, considered major, mm-hmm. they, we, we, like, 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 say, for instance, the situation with the Clippers. I use it for example. <laughs> this is funny, and I brought it up before. He'll come out and say what he said or do what he did, and then everybody in the world, everybody black, I'm talking about, they Twitter, they talk about it, they mock it. They laugh, they make statements, they go crazy about it. But nobody has ever thought about saying, hey, <laughs> that's how they feel, this is how they all feel. And don't look uh-huh. at the numbers, look at the numbers of how much they own and how much we don't own, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Look at how much money we make for them. Look at all the stuff that we do, because they, they are the dumbest society, they are the white supremacy is in effect, and they do it because they control everything. And they control our minds and they control what we do, but we let them do that now. Only thing that's different, from, you know, we let them do it now. We to the point where we just say, hey, you know, I'm okay, I'm cool with this, I'm cool with this. Start all the black NBA league? No, I'm good with that. I don't want to do, I don't want to do that. I'll stay with what I am. They, they good with that. You know, they don't, there's nobody making a stand. Like, say, for instance, like Ali did one time. Ali said, hey, I ain't doing this. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, he didn't want to do that. There's nobody taking a stand like that. You think somebody gonna come out and say something like Michael Jordan? He has a billion dollars and he sold Nike. He made Nike. And the thing about it is, you think he gonna come out and say anything against the grain? He's not gonna go against the grain. He's gonna go with the flow. Everybody, yeah. nobody's going against the grain. Everybody's going with the flow. But yet, he played in Chicago. He know about the killings in Chicago, even though he's not from there. Oprah, she's from Chicago. She okay. knows about all the killings. She know about all the killings there, but she's not doing anything. Uh, Barack Obama, he he so called was from there. And then we got Kanye West, Common. All these guys, there's a lot of people yeah. that are aware of the problem, but they won't get together and come up on an active level of saying or doing anything against it. You know, like Dr. Dre, say for instance, he got $3.2 billion, man, from Apple for selling uh, um, headphones or whatever, him and Jimmy Alvin. Yeah. Well, check this out. He got that, and then on top of that, he also had donated like $35 million to USC for uh, some scholarship or some type of uh, degree, some kind of program or a musical program, where at the same time, Grambling State University was starving for money because they were hurt at the same time when they needed something. Dr. Umar Johnson, he's trying to start a school right now, but he's trying to get funds and trying to get things together, but these guys don't do nothing for that. Yep. So... See, see what I'm saying? See how that works? So the thing is, they'll make that money, and they'll be happy and, and be cool with it, but they won't go against the grain because when they get that money, they, they think like they're better. They feel like they accept it. They forget. But they don't seem to understand, man, that when it's all through and done, and I use Michael John Jordan as an example, man, because he divorced his black wife. Now he's with a white woman, and he's going to mm-hmm. end up, Probably end up dying because she just had a baby from him, and he's gonna end up his his wife and that kid gonna inherited that money because he's a billionaire wow. now with her. He's a billionaire with her, but he wasn't a billionaire with his black wife. 
See what I'm saying? So that money that goes around, man, it doesn't necessarily come back to us. It's going to be her money. See what I'm saying? And it didn't, and and it didn't, it didn't stop him from getting jacked up for his tennis shoes either. No, and that's what I'm saying. That's, and this is and this is the this is how stupid we are, man. We don't we don't do anything to try to do anything for us. We don't try to do anything to help us. We don't do anything to try to like build or enterprise. When I say when I say own, man, no type of industry. Uh-huh. You know, no type of industry. There's something major that has a real uh impact on a lot of things. But mm-hmm. every but they they have it all. They control. They take it all. Now we just not getting back our history. We we knew of our history, but now it's starting to come to light through this information age. We starting to kind of like network and see and learn each other by stuff that's owned by those like Facebook. It's owned by white folks. We have got in touch with each other on a lot of sites. You know, got in touch with a lot of each other on Facebook, and we have created a lot of groups and we create a lot of a lot of dialogue. But it's now it's time, man, to build and try to get ourselves to the point where we can separate from that situation and build our own to make yeah. other people strong. Because I'm telling you, man, we you mm-hmm. take all the players, and I don't mean to hog this whole conversation, man, but I get I get I get into I get real passionate about this shit, man. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, man, when it comes to, when you look at the if you look at everything that's going on, and you take black away from it. It will never. It will, it would not run. It would not happen. It would not exist because when it, same thing with the same thing with slavery. The America was built off us because of what, what, what all the money, the Wall Street, and all that stuff. Everything, all these corporations, everything was built was built off of us picking cotton. That's what. It, that's what the biggest, biggest power of America was built on us picking cotton. Yeah. Yeah, we still wearing cotton. Everybody got cotton underwear on right now. Oh yeah, we 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 still wearing it. Oh yeah, it's real, man. I mean, it's 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 a sad situation, man. Because so so that's your question, man. They already done what they done. We just right now. We got to pull up on our bootstraps and get our shit together, man, and say, fuck them. We got to start focusing on us and start doing for us. Well, the, the great Robin Lynn has about seven minutes and 40 seconds left, so I want to be courteous enough. We're going to, we're going to make this a, a, a quick shot. There are two questions left, but I'm going to combine them into two because they're, they're as relevant together as, as uh, you know, uh, heels, jeans, and thighs. So we're going to put this together real quick. And the last two questions are combined. We are so close. We were so close during the civil rights era. What happened and what changed? And the final question to add to that is, what can we do to close the gap and the divide between our peeps? Sugar Ray, I'm going to let you go ahead and hit this bad boy first because you got the disclaimer. you got 90 seconds. Hey, it's been one. It's been great. I love y'all, man, for calling in and sharing what you have to share. Well, no, no. Well, no you you, you got you to answer that question. We were close during the civil rights era. What happened and what changed? What can we do to close this divide between our peoples? The civil rights era. What can we do to change, man? I think it's unification, man. We got to. We we uh, it's just it's just unification, man. We have to come together. 
you know what? I, I can go on forever with that. I didn't want to tackle that one, man, but I just think we need to. We really need to get together, man, and have a serious, uh, serious makeover, man. We got a lot of things we got to do. Excellent, Robin. We were close. Uh, we were close to. We're close to the civil rights era. What happened? What changed? And what can we do to get our peeps back close together? I think the civil rights era. Uh, uh, I think all those marches and things. They were. They. They. They were successful, and so so successful that uh, that our children and maybe us, depending on how old we are. Uh, uh, we 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 didn't see the struggle. We didn't hear about the struggle. Uh, uh, we 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 lived in in where our parents were working because they would could and they could buy houses and homes and live pretty much wherever they wanted to. And so uh, uh, we just we lost sight of the, the the fight. We lost sight of the war, and and we got complacent. Mm-hmm. We got we got complacent. So much so now that when we stand up and we're trying to tell our young folks after we had spoiled them, shoved them in front of the TV, gave them everything that they wanted, took them to Chuck E. Cheese and all that, now we want them to stand up and understand the struggle when 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 we didn't make that known to them. That I think that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. My main yeah. man, yeah. Andrew, go ahead, go ahead and, and uh, drop, drop yours. you got 90 seconds to drop that. Um, I feel as if um, all the, um, the civil rights struggles and the activisms that uh, that were going on was successful, and that um, mm-hmm. there could have been a, a better way to go about it. You know, people went through things and, and made sacrifices. You know what I mean? Uh, but it, it showed the nature. Of 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 what you know what, what a, a person that believes in what they stand for what they're willing to do in order to get you know um, what's right for them. You know what I mean, uh, the typical example I was talking about was Mrs. Rosa Parks. You know what I mean, and that that that's that's that was very big at the time in accordance to the atmosphere and what was going on when everybody was pretty much very complacent and then living in a state of fear. I mean, so for people to to have got up and, and, and of course, it was a different atmosphere than, you know, there wasn't all, the TV was relatively new, so people were more motivated, but still, I mean, that type of courage today is very rare to find. I agree, and I'm going to close it out by saying that, uh, you know, we were close during that era. We marched together, we prayed together, we walked, you know, state to state together. We were strong, and, of course, the, the you know, the, the dominant societies, drugs and alcohol in, in our communities, and went from one strong, strong, stronger drug to the next, the murdering of our, our leaders, you know, the, the taking of the father out of the, out of the home, the... Um, you know, just the all the chicanery that brought us to where we are now, um, you know, played big roles in why we are the way we are now. And and, and he and they did a very good effective job. Now they get gentrification and, and using tax codes and laws to push us out of big mom and big daddy's house and a lot of us are falling into the trap 
by selling our house for 89000 and having them resold, especially up here in Portland, for $400,000 rather than the 89000 that they paid. we got to quit selling ourselves out. we got to stay strong, keep praying, and quit playing because this man is not playing with us. Sugar Ray, go ahead and drop that disclaimer, and then I'm going to take us on out of here on some Bobby Caldwell. This is black love, and it's what we do for love. Go ahead and drop the disclaimer for me, Stephen. Yeah, man, it's been a great show. I'm glad everybody called in tonight. I had a great time to talk to you guys. Hope everybody enlightened, was enlightened and uh, liked everything they heard. And I want you guys to know the revolution is not an event. It's a process. So keep moving, keep learning, keep growing, and uh, we'll get it done. I want to thank you folks for coming in again. You know, six four six five nine five three four two. Black love, you know what I'm saying? It does exist. So I'm your boy, Foster Jeezy. We want to thank you for coming out. I'm going to take us home. Bobby, get us out of here. I would not do Make me do